You are now listening to the Orange Podcast, where we explore and enjoy what life has to offer. I'm your host and friend, Priscilla Passion. I'm glad you're here today. Today, we're going to talk about how I used to be a pessimist, but now I'm hopeful. This week, I was studying about hope. I landed on a blog post written by Martha Tassema. In her blog, she presented some questions to help readers navigate hope in life and set ways to create more silver lining moments and building up resilience. Some of the questions she asks are, what is something that makes you feel hopeful right now? She also asks, how can you cultivate moments of hope in your life? I'm praying for you that you will use these questions as a way to dive deeper and stir up hope. I used to be hopeless. I don't think I believed in it really. And although being a Christian who believes in the authority of scripture, I seem to skip over hope. Hope means to desire with expectation of obtainment or fulfillment. But it seemed too fluffy, not real enough for me. Scriptures about hope didn't have the same weight for me like others about seemingly more relevant and powerful topics did. For years, I identify as a pessimist, tending to see the worst aspect of things or believe that the worst will happen. Really, I actually felt like optimists were kind of annoying, like they didn't see the real me, the real world, the real issue, the real problem. Like they were living on another planet in a la-la land. However, in defense of that, I think there is an importance of sitting with someone in their despair, in their reality. There's that balance of what's happening now, the reality, and what we hope to happen soon. Galatians 6.2 says to carry each other's burdens, and in this way, we fulfill the law of Christ. There is hope in that too. It's hope that I can make my friend's life easier by joining the struggle with them. But entering this year, I decided that I would try out being hopeful and move away from leaning toward negative outcomes. And seeing the darkness isn't helping me anyway. I want to be more attentive to the beautiful things around me and what could come of it. This newfound respect for hope actually snuck up on me. I think it was kind of connected with my theme of attention for this year and I'm paying attention to my thoughts and I realize my thoughts have hopelessness embedded within them. But I've been so thankful lately that now I'm seeing beauty in everything around me rather than what's going wrong 
at thinking so critically. I'm thinking in a more uplifting way. Pessimism was draining the beauty out of life. Bruising my present moments and robbing me of dreaming about the future. I watched a TED talk leading up to this recording about hope and I learned so much. It actually made me hopeful. It was presented by Dr. Chan Hellman, a professor of social work at the University of Oklahoma. And he's the director of the Hope Research Center there. He focuses on hope as a psychological strength, helping children and adults overcome trauma and adversity. For a few minutes, I want to drop some gems about hope from Dr. Chan Hellman. There are three questions to ask about hope. One, what are the important outcomes associated with being hopeful? According to Dr. Chan, there are physical, psychological, and social improvements connected with being hopeful. This is overall creating a healthy lifestyle. In children, there is an increase of attendance, grade point average, graduation rate, and college rate associated with being hopeful. I'm starting to see that it's beautiful what hope can do. The second question he asks is, how does trauma and adversity rob us of our capacity to hope? Lastly, and most importantly, he asks, how do we intentionally nurture and restore that hope? I have never nurtured hope. As I said, it felt like a reach. (laughs) Felt like something that was just not real. Why would I anticipate anything when I've been let down before? But as I've been letting hope hug me tight, I realize I've been missing out. Missing out on the sunshine and comfort hope provides. Missing out on how hope lets you love deeper, sit longer, listen intentionally, wait unwaveringly. The dictionary defines hope in one way, in sort of a wishful way. But I'm leaning and embracing hope in a biblical way. Not being passive. Oh, I hope this happens. I hope that. No. There's a pathway for hope, and my hopeful pathway is the God I serve. I confidently expect that something good will happen in my life, and I will wait patiently on it to happen because I trust that God is good. My lack of hope is a direct result my lack of faith and insufficient view of God and it's something that I will intentionally be focusing on the world wants us to be hopeless to end it all to see the glass half empty 
to overlook the silver lining, the blessings. But we are called to hope. Ephesians 1.18 I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. Hope in this verse means to anticipate, usually with pleasure. And even now, I'm tripping up on believing in pleasurable and beautiful outcomes, anticipating that for me. Why do I think I don't deserve it? But I realize we have to fight for hope just like we fight for love, just like we fight for peace. I am called to hope. Hope is not optimism. Hope is a storage, a storage of all of God's promises, and it deepens with an understanding of the character of God. Lastly, I want to bring up Dr. Chan one more time. He said, well-being is more than the reduction of what's wrong with us. The better question is, what is right with you? So I'm praying, praying for you, praying for me, that the eyes of our hearts will be enlightened in order that we may know the hope to which God has called us to. What are you hopeful for? How can you nurture and restore hope if it's been stolen from you? And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Thank you for listening to the Orange Podcast. It means a lot that you stayed this long. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe and leave a review. If you are looking for ways to support this show, click the link in the description below. See you next time for a fresh squeeze of the Orange Podcast. Have a colorful day.